0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to The Accelerator with Michael Conniff. We're a podcast devoted to entrepreneurs and startups and founders, and we also uh, try to be of use and interest to VCs and angels, family offices, investment firms. Um, You can find us on all the major platforms. Um, Feel free to give us a good review on Apple Podcasts, for example, but we're on over 10 of them and also on YouTube. Um, and we would love you to subscribe to YouTube as well. I'm at Michael Conniff on Twitter, A-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-C-O-N-N-I-F-F. My website is michaelconiff.com. And today I am um, really excited to be joined by um, a very distinguished uh, associate professor at Karolinska Institute in Stockholm, Sweden named Torkel Falkenberg. Welcome, Torkel. How are you? Wow, Michael,
1: thank you so much. I'm very what? fine. You know, we have summertime in Sweden and it's almost daylight despite the fact that we have nighttime. I'm fantastic, thank you. Right, it's, it's, it's gotta be a good day in Sweden. Where yeah, it it gets, it's <laughs> dark a lot. Because you know, during the winter time, it's dark all the time. So that's why Swedes are wild now.
0: Okay, so what you have to do is pick up your computer and put it out the window so we oh. can see the Karolinska mm-hmm. Institute is literally over your shoulder. Yeah. Look at that amazing sky and that amazing light and that amazing building. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, the last uh, in my last podcast, I had someone do that, and mm-hmm. over their shoulder they had the Indian Ocean in Africa wow. in Tanzania. Wow. So yeah. this may become a regular feature of our podcast. It's kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. But you and I are connected um, at the hip, though we haven't met yet by uh, something that is visible over your right hand shoulder in our YouTube video. Uh, it is UniPlat, known as um, uh, a technology transfer platform. The full name is Unified Platform. Um, it's, uh, it's also based in uh, Zug, Switzerland, yep. and, and also at your institute, isn't it? And I'm going to let you describe UniPlat because it's a, it's a fascinating concept. Uh, I'm a part of it as an advisor as well. I I feel lucky to be able to talk to people like you who are much smarter than me about these things. So tell us what Uniplat is and what we can hope from it. Right. So do you want me, maybe if I, if I start how
1: I came into Uniplat, it will give you a bigger flavor on, on the relevance of Uniplat and why it is so important for global health. So if, had, if I take you through my background a little bit before, before announcing or telling you what Uniplat is, is that okay with you, Michael? Absolutely. Fire away. So, you know, I, I had my PhD at Karolinska Institute almost 30 years ago in, in neuropsychopharmacology. So I did brain research, what most people here at Karolinska Institute do. And you know, Karolinska is awarding the Nobel Prize in Medicine. So, so it's a very prestigious place to be in. But I felt at that, that time, you know, I, I was more geared toward global health. And the fantastic thing with the PhD at Karolinska was that I was on the plane to Vietnam just two weeks after my dissertation. So since 1995, I've been working with low income countries, with middle income countries problems, trying to aid health sector, contribute to health sector reform. So much of the work I've done I've done in Southeast Asia in Vietnam in Thailand and in Laos etc. I worked in Bosnia after the war to rebuild the healthcare system after the devastating war on the Balkans. I worked at the World Bank in Washington as a long-term consultant, you know, trying to understand how can you wisely use lended money, credits mm-hmm. for rebuilding health and in doing that, I became also very interested, especially in working in poor countries, about ancient medicines, you know, traditional medicine and the role traditional medicine might have in modern standard healthcare. Doing that, I also started to work a lot for the World Health Organization. I'm one of the authors of the Global Strategy for Traditional Medicine for the WHO. Now, so so I'm just saying this, you know, to also underline the fact that working in low and middle income countries, you see the unfairness of research. You see how hard it is for researchers and entrepreneurs in Africa, Mm -hmm. in Latin America, in Asia Etc. To, to to become on par with my research colleagues at Karolinska Institute. You know, how can they make it? How can they make the research they are doing? How can they announce it? How can they share it? That has been a major problem. That, Michael, leads to brain drain to a large extent because... You know, clever researchers around the world in these countries, they think, you know, we cannot make it here. We need to move to the U.S. or to Sweden or somewhere else and contribute that way. Mm -hmm. Now, I started to work with with, um, uh, Dr. Takashita Karita for almost 20 years. And we had some projects together. And then I was contacted by him for let's say, maybe seven, six years ago now. And we have developed some very interesting projects. And then we started to discuss uh, Juniplat. And since I've been involved with with the reform work at Karolinska Institute also, because we have been very much geared towards the Nobel Prize, but we have Mm -hmm. reformed the whole of Karolinska to be devoted to health for all and the Sustainable Developmental Goals. So that type of change that I've contributed to, um, since I am a participant of the board of Karolinska Institutet, that that have put the, the UN Sustainable Developmental Goals in, in a focus for Karolinska and much of the world now, even the, the private for profit sector are trying to understand how can we contribute to the SDGs. Now, Uniplat now gives an opportunity for researchers, irrespective of which country they come from, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to share their research, to share their dreams and their, their visions at Uniplat. Uh, And we are asking them to relate to the sustainable developmental goals. So by that, UniPlat is for the first time ever, Michael. It's a platform where researchers and entrepreneurs across the globe can participate on an equal basis with their visions and missions and research and give that and share that with others. That's predominantly, you know, the whole idea of this type of sharing community. And they're sharing it because they believe that we need to work and fight for a better world. And here, the sustainable developmental goals is the very foundation of that kind of thinking. Sorry for that long monologue, but I just wanted to put the Uniplat in context.
0: I appreciate that. And uh, Takasan... Uh, I pronounce it Takahisa Karita might be the uh, American pronunciation, but um, he's a, he's a powerhouse. He's a force, force of nature. Um, he has this ability to get you to want to help him. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's the genius. And he's, a, he's a C level executive at at least three or four companies. I don't know how he does it. Um, uh, I'm not sure how much sleep he gets, but but an amazing guy. Now, mm-hmm. what's interesting is Uniplat already is getting some traction, isn't it? Wow. So you see,
1: again, then you know, just mentioning and giving uh, Taka some credit in this, you know, the fact that he works with both his heart and mind in a good balance you know that's what we need from investors and from entrepreneurs and from business people you know do your job with the profits and everything but take your responsibility or even better you know align your heart with that intention of profitability and you make a better world because that's the kind of business leaders we need so if we can just provide a platform where that heartfulness and, and that type of integrative thinking for a better planet is is possible, I think Taka Karita is a type of uh, he's a type of uh, role model for that type of thinking. And I think Michael, that is the key to his success because you you don't get burned out if you are aligned with your whole you know being in what you're doing. You can then be sustainable in another way, which gives you life quality. And when you have life quality in your life, is irrespective of how rich you are. You have longevity and and uh, and uh, a better, healthier life. Actually, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, well said. Well said. Very articulate. Now, in terms of Uniplat proper, um, what are we seeing in terms of how people are using it and how many people are using it? And you see,
1: I was going to say that, you know, in the beginning, I thought this was not possible. But today, you know, after this has been in in place for, you know, half a year or so, we have more than 65,000 members from more than 94 countries. And we have something called a facilitator account where we give companies and NGOs and multilateral organizations a, an entry into Uniplat so they can now not use Uniplat to share some of their advances, their thinking, their personnel, the staff contributions using Uniplat so it has moved beyond being a single individual, chipping in to also accommodate larger enterprises and their interests. That's so amazing. So it is something like more than 15 staff working with this from Germany, Switzerland, Japan... Korea, China, Sweden, and we have brilliant minds that help us with remarkable stuff. It's translated into a number of different languages, simultaneously. You can broadcast live videos, you can upload other videos, you can put your documents there, you can uh, message, and what I think is unique with it, It's that we give each participant member a type of credit ranking. So, Mm. you know, using a type of artificial intelligence, uh, depending on how active you are and how much people like what you are doing, what kind of things, the quality you put into it merges into a type of credit rating for everyone participating. Mm. And based on that, you, we also allow now for donations and for something called throw money where you can support individuals in their own research so let's say michael you like something going on in south africa you think that research or that team there is doing some fantastic work with hiv aids or something then you can you can choose to support that type of research so we are allowing individuals and organizations to come into real-life research by immediate action. And that will also result in the credit rating we're talking about so that you can get credibility into that type of, of thinking. And while I'm on it, so that means that some entrepreneurs might be you know scared to put up their inventions uh, on uniplat but we have cre- created something called pre-intellectual proprietary rights mm-hmm. so we are protecting them uh, with a certificate which is built on type of blockchain smart technology don't ask me what that is but anyway that that <laughs> is protecting them so there this is a type of hub now uniplat for invention and jumping, big jumps into the future, which I think I've never seen before. So mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be part of it. And most of all, that this is a heartfelt thing aiming for improving health for all for this planet, aligned with the sustainable developmental goals yeah. of the United Nations. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's a nice, it's a great combination. Wow. Now, I notice over your shoulder another company, uh, Shigeru, um, which is uh, Taka-san is also uh, a part of, Correct. and that is a, um, a technology transfer company, is that right? Now, could you explain um, uh, for us and for me how, um, how, the, how a technology transfer company works and also how it will play into Uniplat moving forward, how that, how that kind of works together?
1: Well, Michael, that, that, you know, I would just do guesswork there. That, that is a question to Takas on. I think he would answer that much better than I can do.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So um, um, when I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your story, because it's so interesting. I was really yep. struck when you, when you spoke about going to work in um, less prosperous, less developed yep. countries, And what I'm I'm interested in is what was the impulse after your PhD um, that sort of led you down that road? I mean, you could have done the exact opposite, right? So what was it that sent you in that direction? Well, thank you for asking that question. You know,
1: I I did, you know, really interesting brain science research. You know, I was investigating uh, how memory and learning is functioning and trying to understand how the hippocampus is is working in the brain with relevance for alzheimer's disease and neurodegenerative diseases and that is something ki karinska institute that is so famous for but let me tell you that that for me personally working in that type of laboratory animal experiment models day out day in i felt that was i didn't feel well doing it and and secondly, I felt, you know, that I, I proved in my PhD thesis, actually, that the environment that you're in is so vital for your neuronal plasticity. You know, the way your brain is like a forest moving all the time. And mm-hmm. if you have a good environment, Michael, that neuronal sprouting is enhanced in a positive way. So I met with Professor Eric Kandel at Columbia University. We discussed various projects, but I realized that when I knew that your environment is vital for your health, so to say, I thought it would be a much better investment for me in my life to work where environments are impoverished. So it was a type of ethical decision to to work in that way. just to tell you what is so remarkable, I'm sitting here now at the former Department of Pharmacology, which is the Karolinska Institute at Science Park. That is where uh, UniPlat is having its research hub. And I'm sitting in my previous room 30 years ago when I did <laughs> my PhD thesis. No, wait so, a minute. How is that I, possible? I know. So you see, so Karolinska converted this Department of Pharmacology to Karolinska Institute Science Park. And when I was building office here, they asked me to pick a room, and I said, "My God, this is my old room." So, 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 what I do for Shigeru is also we are working with with um, some very exciting, uh, you know, kind of uh traditional medicine uh pharmaceuticals for alzheimer's disease so wow. i thought i was leaving the field but i'm definitely also back on that track wow. working from this same room so i don't know what happened but it's fantastic is, uh, to be part of this uh, these things so.
0: that is karma and i guess that's what we would call going full circle coming yeah. full circle yeah. and <laughs> um uh, a great place to be on a day when the sun never sets. That feels somehow, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, somehow appropriate. It must be hard to get to sleep, though, when the sun's still out.
1: Yeah, but um, tell you, I'll tell you, when you, don't forget the darkness we Swedes are in, you know. Then we are not as happier. Right.
0: Okay, Right, right. Um, mm. So talk about, or, or let's, let's discuss for a second, because I hate asking people to talk about. It. I like asking people questions. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So... Paint a picture for us, if you could, um, as to what, what is it like being a researcher, say a good researcher, a smart researcher, yeah. um, in a country that just does not support that? In other words, yeah. what's sort of the pre-Uniplat scenario for somebody like that, super talented, maybe just born, born in the wrong place, right? Yeah, what's yeah. that like for, for that person? You see, it, it's
1: so devastating. They they might then been lucky enough to invested their time in a university that they they managed to come to, and then uh, then not having the ability or very very impoverished abilities to do laboratory work or to do. Uh, other types of work. But let me also not paint a too bad picture because I, I think increasingly some of my colleagues in South Africa, for example, despite the fact they come from that types of environments, they are so creative and they're, they're doing fantastic research. But the problem is mainly, I think, sometimes to share it to to yeah. because most high-income countries dominate the scientific arena. All the congresses, all the meetings are done by white people if you if you like and and you know to to get into that and to get into bibliometric and, and into high impact scientific journals it costs a lot to publish and you're not getting the visibility and you might be stigmatized by the fact that it's an african country or it's a korean publication or whatever you like there, there might be some some uh, prejudiced around the reviewers even I think in worst case scenarios. Mm. So it is really a maze to come through in order to showcase what you have been doing. And then at the same time, you need to find financing for your position in order to safeguard the work you're doing. So juggling all these different challenges at the same time, there might be, you know, hardship at your home. And then at the same time, trying to pursue a scientific career and not reaching out. That's such a frustration which motivates those talented people to apply for scholarships somewhere else in Europe or in the U.S., and and go there and with a high likelihood of not going back home knowing what this is and here is uniplat having at least an in the intention to flip that and to let the bottom up perspective get a fair playground at uniplat so that's that's um that's a good thing
0: i think that's pretty great let me let me sketch out for you a vision uh, that i have of what Uniplat could could become, yeah. and I want you to kind of crit- critique it and tell me where where I'm off or maybe where I'm where I'm on. But my yeah. thinking is that in a level playing field like you've described, in which um, yeah. researchers have uh, incentives both professional and financial to be on the platform, um, in a in a perfect world, we would also have um, I think venture capitalists, angels. Um, we would have accelerators on the platform I in fact I spoke to an accelerator in New York last week yeah. it's a deep tech accelerator that likes to be there at right at the beginning and I, I told the, the person about Uniplat, and he said that is exactly what we're looking for that is yeah. perfect we, we need to find companies right at the right at the get-go and so um, so in my in my in my vision of it it's there's a wonderful opportunity to make it, borderless make it um democratic probably not the right word but make it kind of a meritocracy yeah. um, a meritocracy in which your color of your skin your gender your country is not the most important thing and also a place where everybody has the same access yeah. so um is that vision anywhere like the vision you have and how is yours different
1: that's it michael that's that's definitely the vision we're on and and uh, th- that is giving the opportunity irrespective of where you are of getting financing because of the very idea you showcase is worth it it doesn't mm. matter where you are so this is something crossing borders it's breaking down the borders and opening up this on a global scale uh, and then again reminding us that that uh, Some of the fantastic high-tech stuff which is presented now at Uniplat, you know, since high-tech development and inventions are so uh, well positioned to take playground, they are already at Uniplat. So I agree with your your angels that you have on your side that Uniplat is a good way to search for them. And then suddenly the world is open and they can find them in Laos, PDR, for example. They Mm. can find them in Bolivia. They can find them wherever they are because Mm. Uniplat lets all of those good ideas surface on a global scale. I don't know how you could otherwise do it, but suddenly this type of, uh, you know, kind of democratic level, even level play field is coming up. And and maybe this is also why, The group of nations is acknowledging the, 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 you know, the vitality of uh, Uniplat and we are joining the group of nations. So if you look at all the logos Mm -hmm. of group of nations who are interested in in what we are doing in Uniplat, it's astonishing. So... uh, it's it's a good, you know, for people that want to get on board from the beginning, they should jump on now because it's an exponential increase of members right now. And maybe one day we need to find some way of regulating that so it doesn't go totally wild. But I don't know. It might go wild and that is just good.
0: <laughs> we, we call that a problem we'd like to have, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. So Group of Nations is the... Yeah convening authority for the group of seven I think the group uh, whatever the number is the group of 20 it convenes and uniplat has a page on their site so access kind of to their to their footprint which is certainly yeah. certainly helpful um, so what w- sort of final Mike, question Mike,
1: can you put a link to uniplat somewhere in your,
0: uh, in, your yes, in fact, so I wanted to it say it's Uniplat plat social right? yep. is yep. a is the place to find out um, and to and to sign up to be a facilitator which we would love you to do yep. uh, both torkel and I would would really love that um, and um, and to get in there and to start to vote you can start to vote on things you can start to see all these great inventors and innovators from uh, around the world especially less developed countries and yep. um, it's really it's really a great opportunity, and I wanted to ask you about already um, an entrepreneur inventor has kind of emerged, uh, Mark Hugh, who's also an advisor yeah. to Uniplat. Yeah. Uniplat, but yeah. um, he is somebody who um, uh, I think Takasan uh, identified very early on, um, yeah. uh, pioneering. Um, he's doing a lot of things. I don't want to mischaracterize it, but in the metaverse, pioneering also um user interfaces um uh, all, all all kinds of things looking at a screen and having it know what you want is kind of one of the things yeah, he told yeah. me about so um so is he an example of kind of some of the creativity we might start to see from from the platform
1: yep definitely and and since you you are well presenting that area of high tech development r&d that is that is just moving into uniplat with a high speed let me say that that i also hope for ngos to, to you know, prosper from Uniplat and take their part, and I think we have some interesting NGOs, you know, being wanting to come into us and and be part of it. So I I for, foresee also that, for example, the World Health Organization will understand the contribution of Uniplat, and and since we mm-hmm. have the same vision of the sustainable developmental goals, this is something that can um, you know rapidly. Make can potentially make a change to some of the the global health problems we see in in poorer countries. So yes. I hope for
0: that. As the saying goes, from your lips to God's ears. That's a that's a wonderful sentiment. Um, this is the Accelerator with Michael Coniff, uh, we're a podcast for startups, founders, entrepreneurs, angels, VCs, family offices, investment firms, and uh, we've been joined today by uh, Torkel Falkenberg. He's associate professor at the Karolinska Institute and obviously a pioneer in healthcare for healthcare around the world, uh, particularly in less developed countries. He is a key advisor and a longtime friend of uh, Takahisa Karita who is uh, one of the driving forces behind Uniplat. You can go to Uniplat social, uniplat.social which is what we want you to do. Sign up as a facilitator. Um, and, you know, get your feet wet, get your hands dirty, see what's going on there. Um, it's one of those things like any platform, like any network, it will get better and better, uh, yep. you know, as, as more people join, as more yep. people participate. So it's it's pretty exciting. I'm, I have to scratch myself sometimes when I think that I'm involved in it because it's um, yep. it's such a great thing. And, and uh, I just feel lucky that I, that I got asked to help. So, uh, Torco, I want to thank you for being with us. It's great to have you. And uh, this is the beginning of a long conversation.
1: Beautiful, Michael. And thank you for everything that you're doing. You know? I'm so glad to have you on board also.
0: Thanks oh, it's a lot. A, it's, a, it's an honor. Thank you. Um, that's it for The Accelerator. We'll be back before you know it with another podcast.